This is Plant-Based Briefing. Lose two pounds in one sitting, taking the myosinic route, by Dr. Michael Greger at nutritionfacts.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the Plant-Based Podcast, where I curate a variety of content on plant-based, compassionate, and eco-friendly topics. Get permission and read them to you here in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. I'm a voiceover artist by profession. You can find me at plantpoweredvoiceover.com or plantpoweredvo.com. And this podcast is my passion project. I love researching and learning all the amazing reasons to live vegan, and I get to share them with you here. Today's episode is about fiber, and we're learning how fiber is so important, but almost all on the Western diet are fiber deficient where everybody's concerned about protein deficiency, which is pretty much non-existent as long as you're getting enough calories. And you can listen back to Monday's episode number 316 for information on that if you'd like. Today's episode is from Dr. Michael Greger at nutritionfacts.org. Nutrition Facts summarizes the latest in peer-reviewed nutrition and health research, every single study in the English language, and they do it with no conflicts of interest. There are no ads, no corporate sponsorship. It's a non-commercial, non-profit site. And 100% of all proceeds Dr. Greger has ever received from his books, DVDs, and speaking engagements have always and will always be donated to charity. He takes a salary, but he's not out to sell you extra things or supplements or books. He's just there to educate. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Lose two pounds in one sitting, taking the myosinic route, by Dr. Michael Greger at nutritionfacts.org. Our physiology evolved for millions of years eating a plant-based diet. What would happen if researchers tried to recreate our ancestral diet in the lab? The Paleolithic period, the Stone Age, only goes back about two million years. Humans and other great apes have been evolving for the last 20 million years, starting back in the Miocene era. We hear a lot about the Paleolithic diet, but that just represents the last 10% of hominid evolution. What about the first 90%? During the Miocene era, the diet is generally agreed to have been a high-fiber, plant-based diet. For the vast majority of our family's evolution, we ate what the rest of our great ape cousins eat, leaves, stems, and shoots, in other words, vegetables, and fruits, seeds, and nuts. Anatomically, the digestive tracts of humans and our fellow great apes are very similar. In fact, our DNA is very similar. So what do they eat? Largely vegetarian diets with high greens and fruit consumption. Just largely vegetarian? Yeah, chimpanzees have been known to hunt, kill, and eat prey. But the intake of food from animal origin by chimpanzees is at a very low level, with only 1.7% of chimp stools providing evidence of animal food consumption, based on eight years of work collecting nearly 2,000 fecal samples. So even the most carnivorous of great apes appear to eat like a 98% plant-based diet. We may be closest to the diet of bonobos, one of the less known great apes, who eat nearly exclusively plant-based diets as well. Even our Paleolithic hunters and gatherers must have done an awful lot of gathering to get upwards of 100 grams of fiber a day. So what would happen if you put people on an actual Paleolithic diet, not a supermarket checkout aisle magazine paleo diet or some caveman blogger diet, 
but an actual 100 grams of fiber diet. Or even better, a myocenic diet, taking into account the last 20 million years of evolution since we split with our common great ape ancestors. Dr. David Jenkins and colleagues gave it a try. They tested the effects of feeding a diet very high in fiber. We're talking 150 grams a day, far higher than the recommended 20 to 30 grams a day. But 150 was like what populations in rural Africa used to eat, populations almost entirely free from many of our chronic killer diseases like colon cancer and heart disease. They were not messing around. So what did you have for lunch today? Oh, a pound of cabbage. Certainly just eating a lot of fruits, veggies, and nuts can't be very satisfying. No, it got the maximum satiety rating. Three out of three by every one of the ten subjects, it appears. Why? Because all the diets were designed to be weight-maintaining. They didn't want weight loss to confound the data. And so, to eat a full day's calories of whole plant foods, they had to shovel in 11 pounds of food a day, not surprisingly resulting in some of the largest bowel movements ever recorded in the medical literature, in the man exceeding a kilogram per day. You know how some people on weight loss diets lose two pounds a week? They dropped two pounds in one day. But that's not the only record-breaking drop, a 33% drop in LDL cholesterol within just two weeks. Even without any weight loss, bad cholesterol levels dropped a third within two weeks. That's the biggest drop I've seen in any dietary intervention. Better than a starch-based vegetarian diet, better than a low-saturated-fat American Heart Association-type vegetarian diet. A cholesterol reduction equivalent to a therapeutic dose of statin drug. So one needs to take a drug to get your cholesterol levels down to where they'd normally be if we ate a more natural diet. We've been eating 100 grams of fiber every day for millions of years, similar to what's eaten by populations who don't suffer from many of our chronic diseases. Maybe this shouldn't be called a very high-fiber diet. Maybe what we eat should be considered very low, an extremely fiber-deficient diet. Maybe it's normal to eat 100 grams of fiber a day. Maybe it's normal to be free of heart disease. Maybe it's normal to be free of constipation and hemorrhoids and diverticulitis and appendicitis and colon cancer and obesity and type 2 diabetes and all the other diseases of Western civilization. You just listened to Lose Two Pounds in One Sitting, Taking the Myocenic Route by Dr. Michael Greger at NutritionFacts.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, your host, and I love this post because it corrects a couple of huge fallacies in today's thinking. The paleo diet is not about eating a ton of meat. It's about eating a ton of fiber with meat. And that the paleo diet is only the last 10% of human evolution. We need to be eating a lot more fiber and stop worrying about the false notion of protein deficiency. And for more information on that, listen to episode 295 about changing protein requirements, again by Dr. Michael Greger at nutritionfacts.org. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.